0: Welcome everyone to the O'avei Torah, Dav Yom Yishior. Today's shiur is Daf Chet. We will begin on the Mishnah, on Dav Zayin, towards the bottom of the page. Is everyone ready to start this with Let's go. Says the Mishnah, We learned before that all the stuff was put in, in, in a special, all the coins... Machsit HaSheikah will put in the Beit HaMikdash, in a special room that's designated as such in the Beit HaMikdash. And three times a year they would take from the new coins and use them into three, and three times a year they would take three (coughs) buckets of coins to buy korbanot for the Sibur. This three buckets that they take out three times a year was called the HaDashka. Okay? So we're going to discuss when that happens. Three, they were three times a year welcome Ben Okay? Just in time to start the new Perek Ben Yaman. Perfect. Very good. There were three times a year Tormim the V'shoshah Pesach, during... Prost Pesach, uh, which is uh, 15 days before the holiday of Passover said 15 days before the holiday of Shavuot in 15 days before the Hag Okay Those times are the times of a go- of a Gorin of the silo of maser Behemah Oh, look who's here. Wow. Welcome. Honest guests. You want to come join us? We're we'll starting a brand new page. Huh? Okay. Says the Gemara. They used to have silos. These are times where they have separate. It's a to separate it of Bema Be'emah, Devler which means, during these times, Hold oh, on, let's pause. So now, we just said, that there's three different times, that, a per, that we, we uh, take stuff out of the Beit Time number one is, 15 days before Pesach, 15 days before Surot, 15 days before Sukkot. Now, 15 days before Sukkot, happens to be, if you figure it out, it's nothing, nothing. nothing. Fifteen days is the the, the Sukkot is the fifteenth of Tishri. Fifteen days before is Rosh Chodesh Tishri, which is the time for Maaser Beheimah, which means that's the time when when you happens to be the time when completely not connected, but it happens to be the time that the Mishnah is pointing out that your animals have to be. Take Maser from when a person has animals. All the new animals that are born that year, at one one tenth of them, we have to separate as maaser be'ema. The time period when that cut-off date is for maaser be'ema happens to be the first petitionary according to this. Divrei be'akiva. Ben Azayomer. Ben Azay says that the times that at the time from maaser be'ema is besimvishah be'adar be'echad besimvan he says that the time special for the for Masir Behema is on the 29th of Adar and the 1st of Sivan and the 29th of Av. Those are the days. The 29th of Av is the day before this other thing. The day before the day that the rabbis the Rabbi, Rabbi Kivad said. Okay, third opinion. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon Omnim, Be'echad the three times has the following: The first of Nisan, the first of Sivan, and the 29th of Elul. Why do they say twenty of Elul? Why don't they say on the first of Tishri, right? Which is a, a more normal time. The first of Tishri is a normal time. Why are they picking the twenty If it's the first of Nisan and the first of Sivan, why is the twenty ninth of Elul? What kind of odd day they're picking? Because the first of it, the, the first of Nissan is not a Yom Tov, the first of Sivan is not a Yom Tov, but the first of Tishri of is Rosh yom Tov. take yom Tov. So therefore, they picked it for the fifteenth of Elul. 29th ninth of Elul. I'm sorry. Okay. So far, so clear. Beautiful. Let's see the Gemara. I'm gonna be All these things that we said the word plus. We can see the word plus. Palga means half. Sometimes you see kede right? Achilat paris means eating half of a loaf. Here too, when we said plus of Sukkot, it means half of Sukkot, which means palga half of thirty days. Which, when you do the halachot, because there's a rule that 30 days before every holiday, you're supposed to start learning about the laws of the holiday. Right? Now, when we said plus, half of it, we mean 15 days before the holiday. That's how we get it. 50, you start learning from the holidays 30 days before, and we're doing 15 days before. Plus, yeah, Aramaic word. Yeah. Plus. That's what it seems like. Okay, now we said, These times are the times of Ma'asel Amar says, These are the times during the year that Cattles give birth. According to the reason why these are the times, because these are the times that the animals usually give birth. Good, that's the reason according to Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi ben Levi says, According to this, the reason why we made this the time of is because normally when you have a holiday, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot are times where we need a lot of animals in in Jerusalem, uh, whether to eat them or for korbanot, so the rabbis want the maaser close to the close to the holidays. Why? Because this way, uh, the, the 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 people who sell them will have enough animals that are fitting. Since normally they don't want to sell it until they take Maased, so therefore we make the times of Maased right before the holidays in order that there should be enough animals for the people who come to Yushalayim. So, according to the first rabbi, the reason why we do Mased Behema during these times three times beforehand is because. What? Is because that's when they give birth. According to Rabbi Shubb and Levi, no, that's not the reason. The reason is because we want there to be enough animals to be sold. People stop. People often do not sell the animals till they take some maser be'ema, and therefore we want them available on the holidays. And you shall have to be sure enough animals. Amar Ab Yudin. Ab Yudin has a third reason. You know why I have these millions? Because we don't want you to come to a problem of delaying your paying pain of your vows. Which means that when a person has a promise, if you pass three holidays, it could be you could have a problem of delaying your korban. So they make the time of close to each holiday, this way everyone will separate their behemoth close to the holiday. And when they go to Yishalayim, they'll bring the, they bring the animals that they owe but until they separate Maaseh Shani, they're not going to bring the animals they owe. So we need to make sure that before every holiday, Maaseh Behema is taken care of. This way, on the holiday, they'll go up and take care of their vows. Once they're in Yerushalayim, okay, I owe you, oh, that's right, I owe a Behema, here, take it. I already did Maaseh, yalla, take it. That's the reason, according to Rab Yudan. Now, I'm Yossi. Kol HaMasheh tevlo, over a guy who leaves his tevel, which means if you leave your animals without taking ma'asir for them, you, you're you over on bal ta'achir. You're over on not being ta'achir. Not only is it that you're not allowed to shekh the animal, you didn't do, do, do shechita. the rabbi made it like tevel, but they also said that you're not allowed to leave it in your house to be chayav. Now, we, we had in our Mishnah a Machloket when the third time for Maaset is, right? Was it the 29th of Elul or was it the first of Tishri? So we're going to point out a Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah that seems to give a little light to it. Okay. we learned over there. Elul We're now on top of Chet Amunaf. Over there, we say on the first of Elul is al So, my is Ben says Ha Elulim According to Ben Azai any animal that's born in Elul has its own set of Maaser rules according to it. And therefore he's telling you, we'll see soon exactly what Ben Azai means, but according to him this there's, there's animals that are born pre-Elul, there's Elul animals, and there's post-El animals, and there's they can't all the three sets of animals cannot be Ma'asser together. So in theory, if you have five animals, we're going to see soon, that if you have five animals pre-Elul, five animals in Elul, and then five animals post-Elul, you owe zero ma'ased behema Even though you have 15 animals done, each one is its own uh, time, and it's separate, according to Ben Azai. That's the third opinion here, okay? Now, Reb Meir had said it was the first of Elul. Amr Reb Khuna, Khuna is going to come to explain him. Tama, the reason for the B'me'ir, that he says the first of Elul, because he says, Until there, that until the first of Elul, that's when they give birth from the ones who got pregnant before Nisan, which means that any animal, any sheep that got pregnant before Nisan, usually it's a five-month gestation period for these animals, and therefore, when they give birth, it'll be once once they give birth by the first of Elul, that that's most of the animals who got pregnant last year. That's why that's the cutoff date according to a mayor. Once you pass the first of Elul, that's the new year. So, in other words, the real year is when it gets pregnant, and Nisan is the cutoff. So the re- but we don't but according to him we don't really go with. We, we don't know when they get pregnant. We're not, uh, we're not keeping track of the, the, the animals mating. So what we do is, Nissan is the color state. Since it's a five-month gestation, so Nissan to Elul, to Rosh Chodesh Elul, five months. Iar Nissan Iar Sivan, Tammuz, Av. And then Rosh Chodesh Elul, right? So therefore, that's why we say that anyone that last year's pregnancies are last year's, Animals. Fine, so this year's pregnancies are this year's animals. That's why the cutoff is because it goes by the pregnancies. You got it? Okay? Pause. Um, now the difference is very, very strong, because different than produce is animals. In, in produce, no matter what you have, you have to give 10% of it, no matter what. It's not true when it comes to animals. In animals, when you have, if you have a year, let's say in a a particular year you have uh, nine animals born, nine animals less than ten, you don't have to get half an animal, and therefore the entire year owes you zero animals. When the next year starts, zero, you you start a brand new clean slate. You could get another nine next year, and you had eighteen animals, and you owe nothing. If right, you understand. That that that's a whole different story. It's different than set of fruit. Fruit, you have ten apples. I don't care how. Even if you own ten apples, you owe one macer. It Doesn't work like that with animals. Okay. Good. Let's go further. So that's Ramez. He's saying that that's a, that's a new year because he got pregnant this new year and therefore that's part of this year's things. That's Reb Khuna explaining Reb Meir why Elul is the cut of date. Okay? Next. Reb Yossi Barbon Reb Yossi Barabibun B'Shem Reb He says Tama D'Rubal Hazar Shimon. The reason Reb al Bishimon, who are the ones who say that it's Rosh Chodesh Hashri, is because of a following Pasuk in Tehilim. this Pasuk in Tehilim is indicative of when the animals uh get pregnant. It says, Lavshu Those are the early ones. It seems like there's different times. The early ones are when they when the cat when the sheep wear the the, the wool, that's the early ones to get pregnant. Amakim and when the depths get full of Bar, but we get full of, of grain. that's the late ones. then they start singing, that means they give maser. that's when they both go together to get ma'ased, and they get ma'asedified. And therefore, we're saying that they all get done together, and therefore the only way to get it all, all together is if you say it gets done on tashri and not in Elul. Okay. Amar ben Azai. Ben Azai says the following, since some rabbis say that it's supposed to be the first of Elul, and the other fellows, the other rabbis are saying that it should be the first of Tishri, will make a rule that any of the animals that get born born in Elul get serified alone. Now this is a very big kula, because... This is a very big leniency. Because if you say the, El- the Elul-born animals have a separate time in it comes out that if you have a guy, uh, you can say it right now, Nodu chamisha if you have five animals born in Av, which is pre-Elul, and five in Elul, and five in Tishri, and, in Tishri, and they don't join in guy O-Zero. So the guy can have 15 animals born within the span of... Three months. 32 days. He could have five born on the last day of Av, five born during Chodesh Elul, five born on the first day of Tishri. At 30, in 31 days, he had 15 animals and he owes zero. Because it's, according to him, it's, it's two different times. There's the Elul time, and there's the last year, and next year, you owe nothing. Tax loophole. <laughs> Tax loophole, exactly. Right? Good. So that's Ben Azai. Muy says, ben Now the question that Moya has with this is Ben Talmidav Ata? You think Ben Azai is coming to explain his students, which means Rebbe Lezer and Mishimon are known to be students of Ben Azai because they're students of Rabbi Akiva. And Ben Azai and Rabbi Akiva are gonna be Talmud they're, they're, they're They're kind of Contemporaries, and therefore, why would he be coming to say, "Well, I don't know if I should go like Remeir or Bishimon, so I'll do this middle ground." You're coming to explain the difference between your two students. Doesn't make sense. So the Gemara answers Rabbi Rabbi Miyasha, Bishem Rabbi Shmuel by Rabbi Yitzchak says, "That's because the the reason why." He's coming, Ben Az is coming to explain the difference in saying this Elul business, is because there was an argument really between Rosh and Rosh Yilub, between the original Tanaim. Who were they? Umaninu, Avot Olam, Tana Rabiona, Kameh Drab Yemia, and Kiva. Rebbe Kiva used to argue about it also, and therefore he's not coming to explain Rabbe Meir and Rabbe Lazar, he's coming to explain Rabbi Kiva and Rosh Shmuel who are much older than him. We see from here, Ben Azay, Khamber Ben Ribikiva. Even though he was a friend of Rabikiva, he also was a student of Rabbi Kiva. And therefore that's why it's okay that he's explaining Rebekiva's words. Okay? Because Rabbi Kiva is also his Rebbe, not just his friend. And it makes sense. In term Rebbe, because if you say he was only his Rebbe, It by Nash Rebbe, Ho'il Veel Omnum Muyak bail, meaning it's not proper for the, the quote we had from Ben Azri was since these guys say this and these guys say that we're going to have this Elul as a special separate time now it wouldn't be proper to talk about your rabbi and say these guys so it must be that he's uh he's a a, ra- a, a student and a and a, 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 a friend of Rabbi Akiva, because otherwise he would never refer to him in such a cavalier way as to call him Elu elu. okay? That's one source that Ben Azai is a student rap friend of Rabbi Akiva. We have a different source in a different place which is going to come in now. Rabbi Abin B'Shem Rashmuel by Yitzchak says, Shamalan Minhada, I can prove you from a different Mishnah in Baba Batra, that that Rabbi uh, that Ben Azai is a Tamil Haver Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because it says over there, Amolah Ben Azai, Ben Azai said to him, Ala Chalukin Anu Metzta'arin, E'la Shabbat Adachlok, Shavin. there was a machloket between, uh, Bet, the, Rabbi Akiva had said, that there was a machloket between Bet shamay and Bet Hillel about a certain subject. And Ben Azai told him, we have enough problems with the other machlokets between, you want to add something that they agree on and you want to make a machloket out of that? Got it? That's a quote of Ben Azai to Rabbi Kiva in Baba Batra. Now, what are we learning from that? Omer Ben Azai must be that he was a student a student slash friend, because if you see he was just a student and, and he was a Rebbe when, when anyone tells a Rebbe that you came, you came to argue to, to make an argument that when they when they agree, he wouldn't say that he would say Rebbe comes you talk, you talk to your Rabbi, you say the Rabbi you don't say uh, you that you came to, to make an argument when the Rebbe agree. you would say the Rabbi came to make an argument right? And therefore, it's another proof that <laughs> they're uh, student uh, rabbis. Colleagues slash rabbis. Good, I like that. Colleagues <laughs> slash <laughs> <laughs> rabbi. Okay, now, let's go back to that, that, that song. <laughs> we learned over there. <laughs> Anyone who's born from the first of Tishti. Ad isleem vittisha be'ilul till the 29th of Eloh, harena mustarfim they join together. So from the first tishri till the next year, the 29th, 354 days, that's all joins together. Chamisha le roshana. If three five are born before roshana, Chamisha le and five after roshana, and mustarfim they do not join. But Chamisha le fne hag gorin, Roshana le kharoshana but when we have the garden, remember the three different times, remember we said this in the Mishnah, we said there's three different gardens, three different times when you're supposed to do Ma'asir If you have five before, then five after, then they still do combine. That, that, that's not a, a, a split that doesn't make them combine. But the, 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 the Rosh Hashanah of, of, of Rosh Chodesh, that is the difference. Rosh Chodesh Tashri according to this. Okay. Right. Right, very good. Amar Abiyosa, Abiyosa says, "Hada Omeret." From here, we learn, Maser Bema, lo asul lo lo Okay, let me just explain what this is talking about. Uh, when it comes to um, certain trees, by Marcel Perot, we say that the, the cutoff for the for the for the fruit times is the blooming. Okay, so there's certain trees, fruit trees, which have a uh, habit to bloom. We're actually waiting for our trees in New York to bloom so we can see the Beracha on the on the Perot. Elanot. However, however, it, the blooming is not only relevant for that. they already bloomed? You have it already? No, not yet. We put, we, we put you have to wait for a couple of years to say, say. No, you can say it if, as long as it, as it blooms. It's got to bloom. Okay. So now, um... The 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 story with the blooming is the following. Uh, besides for blooming be relevant to in the north, it's also very relevant for Maserbeema, which means that the rule about maser is you now let maser perot is that you now let it separate when you have, let's say you, you have a let's say a guy get has a, is a farmer he has a hundred cases of grapefruits, okay. He has to separate set 10 percent for the V two and ten, ten cases for the V, two cases for the Kohen. he's got a situation he's got to do now until he does that, he's not allowed to eat any of the fruit. it's all Tevo. Now problem is that if he has some grapefruits from this year and some grapefruits from last year, he's not allowed to use this year's grapefruits to fix last year's grapefruits. So if he has, let's say, this year's crop, let's say, just for, for, for argument's sake, let's say this year's crop is a worse crop, and last year's was a nice crop, and he has 100 cases from last year, 100 cases from this year, and he says, listen, listen, uh, why should I, if I have to give 12 cases each year, 10 to the Levy and 10 and 2 to the Kohen, why should I take 12 from each, one from each year? I'll take 24 from this year, and last year's I'll keep all of them because they're higher quality. Asur. You have to take each year from each year, each year. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Okay, I see you trying to pull these things slow. No, it's not going to work. Okay, now, <coughs> what's the difference? He says because what's the cutoff time? The cutoff time for these fruits is the blooming. So once the new trees bloom, that's 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 the cutoff time for 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 fruits. Okay, that's when we say ah, next year this the next year's fruit. Can't use that to fix last year's fruit. Okay, that's the cutoff time. And when it comes to, uh, let's say, um, other types of fruits, then you have to, it has to be a third grown. For example, let's say you have um, grain or olives. When they're one-third grown, they're considered fixed, they're, they're edible, and that's when the, the cutoff time is for their ma'asir. So some it's blooming, and some it's one-third grown. Now, when it comes to animals... The rabbi's Rabyos is making an observation, and he says, "Hada Hada'amet, from here we see Ma they didn't make it like the blooming of the trees, right? They didn't make like a third groan of the olives. Why? What does that mean? He explains. Into kechanat, if they would have made it like the blooming of the trees, litni me' The Mishnah should say, any animal that gets pregnant. From, from the first of Tishri till, till Elul. Why? Because just like a, 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 a blooming tree, it doesn't have actual fruit to eat. It's just going to give fruit, right? So to a pregnant cow, it's going to give fruit. So if, since we say be, being born during the year makes you in the year, and not getting pregnant in the year, you see it's not like the trees with the blooming. Is that fair? Good. And what else? How does it work? It works by birthing. Birthing. Only birthing, right. And if we say it's like a third grown, a third grown means it's ready to eat. Now, ready to eat for for an animal has to be seven days old. Because seven days old is when you're allowed to use it as a korban. Till seven days old, you can't use that as a carbon. So a third grown should be seven days old. So if so, litany, <speaking> adesim <in Hebrew> It shouldn't say anything that's born till the 29th of elul. It should say anything that's born till the 22nd of elul. This because 22nd of elul is, 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 has seven days from there until <speaking in Hebrew> till, 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 till Rosh Chodesh till uh, Tishri. Right? Till uh, Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, it, what, Rabbi Yosa is, is observing that you don't compare ma'asid behemah to neither olives nor to the fruit of that blossom. Okay, That's Rabbi of In comes of Shammai. You notice that when it comes to, I was noticing before, when we're learning Yerushalmi, like we're learning in Shikalim, the rabbis are different. Those who are used to learning through other, you see, used to seeing Rav Yosef, yeah. Rav Papa, Rav Nachman, Rava, you know, those are we're used to them. You know, here we have, you know, but we don't know them. But they're probably the hugest rabbis in the world. But you have Rav Yosef, Rav Shammai. We, 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 we have, we've never heard them before. Right? They, here they are, and they're in the Yerushalmi. Welcome to Yerushalmi world. No, 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 no. It's Amora. Bet Shammai is an early Tanah. Rav Shammai is in amora. He's arguing about this. Rav Shammai b'shem Rabun, b'rebichiyah, says the following. Really, kishlish otuotah, they really made it like a third. Really, it does have to be fit. Why? And, and it's comparable to that. Why? Because he holds, ki Rav Shammai, dam Rav zman, nechnas Because Rav because our mission is going like Rav Shammai, well, the reason why we said it's till the 29th, even though it really has to be fit, like a shlish, is because we're going like Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi Shimon holds that an animal that's less than eight days old still has ma'aseh b'emah, even though it can't be offered, it can still be ma'aseh b'emah, and therefore it does go like him. So, Kam Ramana al Reb Shammai. just made that statement, that it can go like Reb Ramana is attacking him, and he says the following. He says, Milta, He said, you're really saying such a thing? You're really saying that we have to go with the shlish? What? Tamantanin, over there we learned, Remember, Ben Azai said that Elul is its own uh, time category, right? Now, wouldn't Ben Azai say, When he says that, when he says Elul is its own category, right? What does he mean to say? He means the whole Elul, from the 1st of Elul, till the 29th of Elul, right? Now, he says till the 29th, right? So 29 he doesn't say till 22nd, till 29th he probably means, right? So you see that, you want to say, you want to say he also goes like Reb Shimon, not like Rabbanan. Okay. Kema da'at Amar al-Rabbanan Maninich in Haba So wants to say, just like you have to say the way the Chachamim will say on, or argue on Ben Azai, right? And they say that anything from the first of Tishri till the 29th of Elul is all included. They must be saying that even animals that are up till the 29th of Elul they don't get ma'asad at the end of the because it's still too early. So, manichalashana, you leave it the next year. There must be, must be this saying that an animal that's less than. In other words, the question over here is any animal that's born in the last seven days of the year, those last seven days, the animal, when Rosh when, Hashanah when comes, it's really not fit for a korban yet. Does that disqualify it? from being included in the things, which means, let me give you an example. I had, let's say, nine animals born in Tafshin Ayineh, uh, okay? And now, nine animals born, and now my aunt, my next cow gives birth, 26th of Elul. So if it's part of the year, so then we'll say, oh, that's animal number 10. Okay, Rabbi, you lose one cow, right? Or do we say, wait a second, Dad, that's, I, don't, I don't have ten cows this year, I have nine cows, and this cow is only six days old, it wouldn't be even good for a carbon, why are you counting it as mine? Right? So we were saying before the Shimon holds, that even a six-day-old animal includes the set and therefore you're going to owe an animal. But we're saying now, not necessarily. We could say that just like you'll say for the other rabbi, that a six-day-old animal, we're going to leave it till next year, and we'll include it in next year's count, because that's when it became seven days old, so to say the same thing for Ben So when Ben Azay says that from the first Elul, the whole Elul is its own time, he only meant from the first till the 22nd, that's all. Come on to Ben Azay. When the other, Ba, with the next Elul for the next year. Okay. Okay, Amar HaB'chiyah. Zot Omeret, this says, Yamim she'ha-bechor ba'hem, olim Shnatoh. It sounds like also for the rule of Bechor. Now, Bechor is a new law you have to know. That when it comes to a guy having a brand new animal, a Bechor animal, the rule is that you have to, uh, you have to, it becomes holy when it's born, and you have to give it to the kohen, and he brings it. A, he and he brings it as a carbon. Now the rule is you have to bring it to the kohen. And he brings it a carbon within the first year of its birth. Now when do we start counting that first year of the birth? Is it from when it's seven days old it could be a carbon or from birth? The question is, do you have when a baby is born? Do you have a year and seven days, or just a year? Okay, if you say we start it from when it became ready for a korban, you have seven days plus a year. That's a year and seven days. Or do we say, no, it starts from birth. Okay? So we want to say over here, if so, we should count it for the year, and therefore you have exactly a year, not a year and seven days. Because the same way we, 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 we were saying over here that you could give ma'ased Behema on it, we should also be saying that you could also count it towards the year for, for bechor, and it, and your, your buzzer, your alarm, will go off at a year, not a year and seven days. Amar abmana. Amr Abiona Abba. Shema and how we learn from here. It says any animal that that's born from the from the, your, your sheep. If it's male, you holify it. You're right. From the time of from you see from the pasuk that as soon as it's born, we start counting the year and not later. Okay, beautiful. Ready for the new mishnah, guys? So far, so clear. Amazing. Says the next Gemara. The way they, remember we we spoke about all the the monies, right? So the monies that's there, they they take the money out with three kupot, three um, buckets, and each bucket holds three se'ah. Understand that a mikvah needs 40 se'ah to be kosher. So three se'ah is less than a tenth of a mikvah. okay? And the buckets of less than a tenth of a mikvah of three, three se'ah, is they take three, and they take three of them, and they go into the lishka, they fill them up with the coins, and those are the tnumat and lishka that we're using to buy the korbanot, okay? Ternum Alef, bet, gimel. It says on the, on the things that one, this is bucket alef, this is bucket bet. And this is bucket Gimel. That's according to Tanakhama. Rabbi Yisrael, Alpha, Beta, Gamma. And they don't write it in Hebrew. They actually write it in Greek. Alpha, Beta, Gamma. Why Greek? Why would it be Greek? What? You know why? It was the time of the and Alexander the Great had gotten already to the Beth HaMikdash and had, had made influence on the Jews. And therefore... <laughs> thank you so much, Eric. Okay, again, so why was it Greek? So they bring that over here, that Batsuk says, Yaft Elohim liyafet. Hashem says, Hashem is going to be good to Yefet. V'yishkon ba'ol Hashem. And Yefet, which is the forefather of Yavan, the Greeks, is going to live in the house of Shem. And therefore, the house of Shem is our Bet Mekdash. And the fact that we have a Greek letter, living in the Bet Mekdash is the zichut for, is a big zichut for, for, for uh, Yefet, the three sons of, of, of Noah. Shem, Ham, and Yefet. Yefet and Shem were the ones who covered their father when he was naked, when Ham exposed them. So the, 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 the zichut they have is that we're going to use their letter in the Beit HaMikdash, on the, on, on the buckets that we're doing, through Trubat Right. Okay. Lo The rule is, that we want to avoid people, anyone thinking, that anyone's taking money. Whenever you deal with money, it's dangerous. So, uh, people might suspect, hey, this guy, the money, the things, he's hustling, his stuff, it's always problems. So, En atorem nichnas paragot chafot. He cannot go with a hem in his coat. So the guy who goes in to get the to fill up these buckets with the alphabet, the gimla, he can't have a hem, a hem in his in his thing, right? Vlobein al, not with shoes, lo be not with sandal. lo be tefillin, not even tefillin even though it's a mitzvah to have to be in all day, you have to take him off. Okay? kamia. He can't wear a kamia that people would sometimes uh, put names on the things. He can't have that either. Shema Maybe the guy will get poor. yomru, and then they'll say, Me'avon Hey, You know why he's poor? He probably stole from the bet Right? Or, or Shemi Yashiro, maybe they'll get rich, and they'll say, Of course of course, he's rich. What do you think? He was the guy who went in. What do you think? He's not going to be rich? Of course he's rich. Right? You see, more. these stuff didn't just start nowadays. Seems like it's, Jews are the same in the old days too. Okay? People's cars change, people's clothes change. People don't change. People are the same. Everyone's the same. This is two thousand years ago. Where now, you, you could see people saying exact same exact thing today, right? Of course. What do you think? Of course, he's rich. He's in charge of the treasury. Of course, he's rich. What do you expect, right? Or of course he's or, or of course he's poor. What do you think? He probably stole. And that's what happened to him, right? Okay. By the way, you notice that the two things are are dissimilar. One of saying, he stole, and he has the money. That's what causes his thing. The other thing, Hashem punished him. The guy is using, he's using Hashem punishing the guy that he got poured as he, his Lashon Adah is assuming Hashem, uh, he's got Hashem on his side with Lashon Adah. Yeah, Hashem's punishing him. Lashon Adah has no boundaries. It uses this, it uses Hashem, Use uses anything you want. For Lashon Adah, there's no rules. Okay. The same way you have to have Hashem happy with you, you have to have people also happy with you. That's how we go on without these things. He has You have to be clean from God and from the Jews. And it also says you find uh, and good wisdom in the eyes in the eyes of man and the eyes of God. Okay. Taman taninan, over there we learned, mifanin, that we are allowed to take out afilo alba Khamesh kupot. Okay. What's that? Three se'a. Yeah, I don't know, I guess they're heavy. Yeah, they probably are heavy. Okay. The, the the. Okay, we're discussing Rabbi Ashaya's rule about a person moving things on Shabbat. If you have kupot of straw. you're allowed to move them on Shabbat even 4 or 5 kupot you're allowed to move because you want to be able to make room for people to come and learn or people to to sleep of kam is shel kupot how big are the kupot that the mishnah allows you to move on Shabbat amole then the We can figure out the size of the kupin that we allow, to, allow you to move from what the kupin that they tell you. Tanina, because we learned, when we see, when it comes to the. So again, there's two different laws. One is a law about if I have, a, let's say I, I use a room as a storehouse, and now some guests come and I want to clear it on Shabbat. Now, really, I'm not supposed to work hard on Shabbat. But if because there's a reason over here, we need to put guests over there. I'm allowed to move up to three, up to four or five kupin. Now the size of the kupin it neglects to tell us. So when they ask them, so how big are the kupin that you're allowed to move out? He says, well, go look at the Mishdan Shkalin, see what size they say the kupin are when they take it out of the lishka, and we'll figure that probably they're using the same they're using the same metric for both of them. Okay. What? No, no, yeah, we're not. We're not talking moving the money on Shabbat. We're saying that the same way, we're, we're moving here Tevin, which is not mukzeh because it's, you can feed it to your animals. But when we said how much you can move because of a hassle of moving, that's what the hassle on Shabbat. We said you move four kupot. How much is the kupot? So figure from what we what we're doing with the with the money not on Shabbat. But you see the size of the kupot, we'll use that size and just plug that size over here in over here and assume that that's what we're talking about here. You with me? Tanya we learned it right, uh shlosh kubochlos Sain, Shayantish, Sain, me Alfred Kimel, why the to teach you? Mr. Beckman, should not call them the Shnia. We should not call the Shashit. They always do. They always want to use the Aleph before the Bet and the Bet before the Gimel. That's why it says Aleph Bet Gimel on it. Why do they need to have three buckets? Why don't they just take one bucket and refill three times? But they're going in three times with three buckets. So they need. They need so why don't they go one big nine nine car bucket? What's your question? One bucket just keep going in and out three times. No, no, they only go in there three times. They don't play, play games with this. Uh, three one times a year, they go in to take it out. One, one, then no, they go in three times. Three with the th- One guy goes I'm in with here, the three time bucket. Time, that's they it. Go in one, yes, that's it. Okay. And what is three people that go inside? Each one carrying a bucket? Okay, yes. Now, once we said our. Once we set our rule, guys, once we set our rule about figuring out size of things from another place, we're going to go to a completely different place and learn another size from something else that was mentioned. Okay? Let's see what's going on. We said on Shabbat, If a guy is carrying wine from place to place on Shabbat, when are you chayav? The rule is you're not allowed to carry on Shabbat. How much wine must you carry enough to be chayav a korban on Shabbat? Enough to dilute one cup of wine. Okay? How big is the cup that you have to carry? This is the way to dilute a cup. How much is the cup? How big is the cup? Doesn't say. The Mishnah says, a cup, and Rabbi about the deciding, so how big is the cup, actually? So he says, nilmat Again, if the Torah doesn't tell you, look other places in the Mishnah where they talk about cups, and does tell you the size, and plug that in over here. Where it is, it doesn't. The Tani of because Rebchir says, on the night of Pesach, which we just passed, by the way, today is, this is today's daf beautiful, on the night of Pesach, you need four cups, and you Yishan eat. each one has to be a eat, and therefore the same way, you know, on Pesach it tells you that the cups quotes are a eat. so too, the Mizigat Kos is a eat that you carry on Shabbat to be Chayav, when the, when the Mishnah told you that you carry enough of Mizigat Kos how big is the Kos, it's also going to be a eat. A riv'it of Italian wine. Okay. This Mishnah, which tells you how much you have to carry out on Shabbat to be chayav with the wine, is actually a Bihuda. Even though it didn't tell you who it was, I can identify the author of that Mishnah, and I'm identifying that it's probably a Bihuda. The Tani, because we learned... Mayim, when you carry water out on Shabbat, The Brighther says it has to be enough that you could, for a swallow, to be chayav. the The right amount is enough to um, to uh, cover. They used to have a kilor, which is a, a, an eye wash item, in order to wash that. Yain, Tanakama says, enough to swallow. Rabbi Huda says So you see from this brighter that the mizigat kos that we saw in the Mishnah must have been Rabbi Yehuda, even though the Mishnah doesn't say we figured it out. Okay, now all that is if it's, the wine is... If that's all assuming, again, we're a little bit off topic, we're now on the topic of carrying out wine on Shabbat. And we said that when we talk about diluted wine, the number is uh, a rivit. What if you're talking about wine that's already mazu, that was undiluted wine? What if it's already mazu, bekama? We'll figure it out from here. Because it says, mayim k'degmi'ah. Water, the amount to carry is a swallow. Rabbi Yudah said enough to wash this wash item. what is what when it more or is it less? Is it less than give Less. Uh, it says over here that kilor is a, is something is like a is like a dry medicine and you have to wet it first. And that's how much it is. it's less than the previous thing. Okay. Now, Rabida says Kidem It has to be the ta- hadamra, we see from here. Mazuk which is a full of eat. Why? Because if you don't say this and you want to say that if it's diluted wine it's less than a the beat, then if straight wine is gotta be less than a beat also. And therefore when Vida says that that straight wine is a quarter to eat, so you can figure out that it's ready to be eat, meaning the way they do it is one quarter to three quarters. They used to do one quarter straight wine and three quarters water, right? And therefore, we're figuring out that it's got to be a, a, a full of eat for wine that is wine that is already diluted. Kama shiuran shel kosot. When we so mentioned the four cups, what's the shiur of the four cups? Rabbi Bin Amar, Tirtin Urabia Titratun Urabia, Which means, Tirtatun plus, plus a revi'it of a tirtatun, which together makes a revi'it. Okay? Ma'u l'stotan bekrach echad. Which means, can I have the four cups? By the way, this is wild. That happens to be on Pesach. In the whole Masechet was never talking about the four cups, and it happens to be the one dab that we're doing here. Yeah, happens to be having to about the four cups. Now, what if you wanted? Can you drink all them one after the other? Which means, if I don't want to do the whole seder together, I'll just do boom, 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 boom. Four cups of wine. Yella, is that allowed? <laughs> Hallel. And when it says Hallel, we said about Hallel that if you heard the Hallel in Shul, you're yoteh, and you don't have to say it later. Hallel. So it sounds like here that if you drink the four cups of wine back to back to back, you're also Yotzeh. Now, that's what this Yerushalmi says. If you remember, on in Pesachim, we learned. That if you, if you drank them, you're not Yoseh. Your and usually the way it works is when the Yerushalmi will argue on a Bavli, we go with the Bavli, not the Yerushalmi. And therefore we hold that you're not Yoseh your back to back. Even though our Gemara is saying and proving from this other story, from the, from the Beth Knesset, that you are Yoseh, we're not going to hold like that. Now the Gemara wants to know, what if I want to drink it slowly, a little by little, Without drinking it all at once. Meaning I'm eating, drinking it very, very slowly. Then what would be the law? Says the Gemara, We always said you have to drink it. We don't say you have to get drunk. Therefore, If you drank it slowly, Of course you not going to get drunk. And therefore, He wants to say that you are say even though you drink it slowly. Can you be the four cups, with the wine of Shemitah? Says the Gemara. Tani, Rav Oshir, Oshia says, Yotzeh, you can be Yotzeh, B'yan Sheshrit. Can you be with wine that is perfumed? Since Baba says that the kunditin is like wine, So you see they kuyotse with, with perfumed wine. Can you be you with wine that is already mazuk as long as it tastes like wine, then it's fine. Okay, Amar There's a Mitzvah to use red wine. Why should you use red wine for the seder? Because Pasuk says, Pasuk says in "Don't fear wine because it's red." And therefore, we see that redness is considered good in wine. Tani, we learned in the if you have cooked wine, it's like it's spiced. And we're assuming that we're saying over here that it should be okay, I guess. Maul at You can be out with it. When he would drink the four cups on pesach, his head would hurt until uh, Shavuot. So this rabbi was very sensitive to wine, and therefore they let him use cooked wine, which is less strong than uh, uncooked wine. You'll note that nowadays, even the really, really good wines, most of them are not cooked. Okay. Here's the story. We're going to end after the story. the Gemara. There was one lady who saw Rabbi Huda ben lie, that he was very, very. His face was shining. Amra, so she said, Saba, Saba, old man, old man. He says. Either one of these things must be you must be one of these things. If your face is shining, it must be one of the things. Or the Hashati either you're a drinker, and therefore that's why your face is shining, or the bitat. or you're you lend money and interest, or the or you're a pig raiser. Why? Because these these types of things, lending money and interest and raising pigs are very easy. Raising pigs are easy to eat anything, and lending money and interest, you don't have to work very hard. All this, it's like working in a pharmacy and therefore your 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 uh your face is shining because you know you don't have any work to do Amaleh, so he says to him ruach itta. he says this this lady the, the the ruach of this lady will is going to have a lot of pain let me i'm none of these things ela alfuni He's, I'm learning. Because it says, The wisdom of a person's face will shine up his face. Okay. Wisdom of a person will shine up his face. We're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai the Olam. Amen. We're starting tomorrow from Rabbi Abu Atil the